FM, Fort Wayne, Indiana, The Fan, live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports, Saturday, January 9th, 2021. Welcome into Talking Sports as we talk local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock every single Saturday morning. And by we, I mean myself and producer, co-host, everything, marketing man extraordinaire, Mr. Justin Kenny. Justin, good morning, sir. How are you? Morning, Jim. Doing well? Just another cloudy, dreary January morning here in Indiana. Well, I'm upbeat, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, but, hey, we're upright, so. That is correct, yes. We are in a, a vertical position, so we are happy about that. Uh, a lot's gone on in local sports yes. in the past week since uh, we last left you. And a lot of positive news, you know? I mean, yes. usually, you know, lately, last year or so, it's been, you know, sports news, but some negative. Like, we all have positives this week, didn't we? We do. You know, starting with the professionals, uh, the Fort Wayne Comets announced that they will indeed hit Coliseum ice in the month of uh, February, getting started late January in uh, in camp and, and getting going. And so uh, now the you know there will be some uh, policy uh, changes, protocol, procedure, etc. Of course, the season ticket holders. Uh, had to graciously opt out of their season tickets for this year to allow for, because they had more season ticket holders than what they could get in as capacity, um, about, what, 20, uh, under 3,000, so uh, somewhere between 25 and 2,900 uh, will be in attendance, uh, be um, potentially in attendance for each comic game. And I, if I'm not mistaken, there were over 3,300 season ticket holders in the past. So uh, with that said, the Frankies are um, going to do whatever they can to uh, make sure that uh, everybody that wants to can see Comet Hockey this year. But, uh, yeah, you got to go by the new guidelines. So, uh, And, uh, in fact, we're, uh, we uh, made an effort to uh, get Michael Franke on this morning. He is... Uh, Oh, currently just uh, settling himself into a dentist chair, I believe, if we're, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, that probably uh, wouldn't be a, a, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, it would be. It would, I don't know, if make for great radio, but it would be, you know, interesting. Oh yeah, at least, you know. And he would be as his uh, candid self. He, he would. I uh, I love it, and I appreciate that. But uh, yeah, so the comet's back. Uh, you know, thank goodness. Now, yep. uh, as far as opponents, it's going to be a whole lot of Indy, a whole <laughs> lot of Wheeling. Yeah, a whole um, lot of Indy. But, it, you know, that that's the thing. Wheeling is your second closest opponent, and it's, what, six hours away? you got to go all the way through the great state of Ohio to get there. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my goodness, that seems never-ending at times. doesn't look as big on a map until you have to drive through Oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah, especially diagonally. Yep. Yes. But, uh, the, hey, they're going to be, you know, the big thing is they're on the ice. And, and just, you know, the fans need to remember, you know, what we're what we're doing here and, and remembering all of the other teams that have opted out uh, throughout professional sports because they either just can't do it financially 
or they furloughed uh, so many of their employees they can't regroup and recoup and get back going uh, in the time necessary. But they, you know, or they just think, well, we'll cut bait and we'll we'll give it a shot, uh, you know, in the fall. So. We'll see what happens there, but kudos to the Comets, the Frankies, and uh, the Coliseum. Randy Brown and, and Nathan Dennison and company, too, that are uh, making sure. I'm sure that the, there were a lot of uh, extra hours put in to just make sure that they are following CDC guidelines, things like that. And uh, there will be changes. And, and they've already mentioned some. And, and when we get Michael on in the future, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, what will be what will the fan experience be like that they're they're not used to, but we'll have to abide by. So it'll be interesting there. Yeah, uh, I think, you know, some of them was, you know, there's no lingering in the concourse or anything. It's if you yeah. get concessions, you go, you, you get eat them quickly, your seat. you eat them at your yeah. seat. Yeah. So it'll be some changes, but um, in the end. We'll have some common hockey, and that's a positive thing. So anymore, you're going to spill food on the, you know, spill nachos on the person in front of you instead of an old friend who you're talking to <laughs> yeah, on the concourse. Right. But, <laughs> but hey, you know, and, and then we'll have Tom LaBarbera policing the area, too. So I don't want to cross Tom LaBarbera, old buddy. Uh, and if he's listening, we'll find out really quick. But uh, <laughs> love you, Tom. Uh, but that wasn't the only news uh, no. that broke professionally. Uh, the G League. The NBA G League is starting, and they're going to do it much like the NBA started back up in in the late spring, early summer with a bubble situation where they went down to Orlando to Disney and quarantined all the players. And of all the players that participated, there was one player who decided that he was going to go out and get some fast food. He was going to go outside the bubble and do it. So he was caught. He had to go and re-quarantine, and uh, it, it wasn't a pretty sight. So, But they had zero positive tests, and, and it worked, and they got things going, and people said, well, well the, the viewer ratings were horrible. Well, yeah, but the social media ratings, you know, the, the, uh, the engagements, the eyeballs that were on social media uh, regarding the NBA was through the roof. So, uh, and I got a feeling that this is the um, path that we are going to be taking for a lot of things in the future through social media marketing and, set, and, and such. So, Anyway, uh, the G League, the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, uh, one of uh, 17 G League teams, plus the high school team uh, that uh, is going to be participating as well. So uh, we'll be talking to Tim Bauman uh, at the bottom of the hour, uh, talking to him about you know what this means and, and you know what what the fan experience will be like, how you can still keep up with the Mad Ants as they go forward in the bubble, and despite the fact that they won't be uh, on the Coliseum court, you can still uh, you know get uh, uh, get up close and personal with them, and there's many ways to do that. So, 46862, the Automotive Color and Supply text line, 46862, put TS in front of your message. And uh, some some other sports news uh, to talk about. Uh, of course, Purdue gets a big win last night over number 23, Michigan State, 55-54 at the Breslin Center. So that was the first road win for the Boilers this season. Uh, Trevion Williams, 26 points, including the, the go-ahead bucket uh, with just seconds remaining in the game. So uh, Purdue 
a big win over number 23, Michigan State. And uh, the PFW Mastodons dropped uh, Illinois-Chicago 96-89. Jared Godfrey, how about this night? 41.7 or 9 boards and 4 assists. And the 41 points is, is one of the best in, in single game uh, marks in, in program history. He had 21 at the break, and and the Dons looked in control there late last night. 11-point lead late, let it slip away, uh, sending the game into overtime, but uh, regrouped and got a big win over a league opponent last night. And the way the horizons are rolling this uh, this year, they'll do it again tonight. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and and as far as the, you know, the timing of uh, the Mastodons heading to the Horizon League, it couldn't have been any better. What with the pandemic situations and things like that, that there's so many you know bus destinations right. instead of uh, airline destinations for the Dons and uh, Coach Kaufman. So uh, that'll be. Uh, uh, that'll bode well for them as well. Uh, also, uh, in the news, uh, Carissa McLaughlin, uh, Purdue senior needs two three pointers to become the program's all time leader, passing Courtney Moss's, uh, uh, total of 240. And, uh, they're Moses, I'm um, sorry. Um, so, uh, you know, the Homestead grad, uh, still making her mark in, in filling up the hoop uh, from long distance. Right, and, and potentially passing another Indiana product in Courtney Moses, who was a star at Oak Hill High School before she went to Purdue. So, uh, uh, you know, close enough to to uh, have a couple girls with some local flavor, one holding the record and one about to surpass the all-time leading scorer at ter- in terms of three-pointers in Purdue Boilermaker women's history. Indeed. Colts, Bills, NFL football. Wild, it's wild card weekend, so we've got a triple header. Super wild today. card weekend. Triple yeah. header today, triple header tomorrow. Very exciting. Man. Can't wait. In in the Colts, I've been, obviously, I'm a Colts fan just due to the fact that I've been around. Uh, you know, I, I worked for their flagship station here in Fort Wayne uh, for many years at WoWo and uh and you know you get to you get to know a little bit more of the inside track that's uh, that's happening. I'm I'm also I'm I'm just going to say I'm Philip Rivers fan. I I, I love sure. watching the guy play. He's not uh, I don't always agree with his decisions that he makes sometimes, but uh, I, I think he gets a lot of uh, a lot of flack needlessly. Yeah, uh, but still some he earns. But uh, still, you know, will he be in Canton? At the at the end of his career, yeah, I I, I think he's bona fide. Yeah, so. I, I I really think well, this has been a conversation for years. But the, you know, Colts fans have been so spoiled at the quarterback position with Peyton Manning and then Andrew Luck is mm-hmm. that they have this um, expectation of excellence at the quarterback position because they've seen two of the best that have ever done it in Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck for such a long time that when you see that someone that isn't a Hall of Famer or maybe potentially could have been one in Andrew Luck if he would have played longer, that they automatically just assume he's a bum. But that's the majority of quarterbacks in the NFL. Right. I, I mean, you know, Philip Rivers for the longest time has been the upper echelon players in the NFL. He's on the downside of his career for sure. But there's a lot worse single call, signal callers around the NFL playing each and every year. Lord knows I would know as a Chicago Bears fan. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, check with any Bears fans. Yeah, yeah, right. You got Trubisky going up against Breeze, right? We do, tomorrow uh, afternoon. So, but, um, it, it, look at all the people in Indy that were they were saying, oh, wait a minute now. The, the Colts better never sign Tom Brady. Oh, I'm yeah, no right? a Colts fan if they do. Well, guess what? You know, Phillip Rivers is in the playoffs. Tom Brady's in the playoffs with their brand new teams after spending their entire careers, you know, in San Diego and New England. They come to a new team and still end up in the playoffs. Now, um, you know, I, I love watching uh, the, the Colts' defense, but then the offensive line for Phillip Rivers, too. My goodness, Nelson Kelly and all those guys. Jeez, just a lot of fun to watch. So, But they're going to be going up against a very good Buffalo Bills team that just by virtue of them being in Buffalo, New York, they're going to fly under the radar, so to speak. Yeah. But uh, this is a very good, very talented football team. So, you know, we'll have to uh, we'll have to see. But I, I love this this weekend here in sports when you get the wild cards and in you know how many times has a wild card gone to the Super Bowl? Yeah, a lot uh, of fun. Well, you know, with the Bears, if, if for, as a Chicago Bears fan and trying to find any type of hope tomorrow against New Orleans, you know, I, I saw a stat that since uh, like since 2000, there have been five teams that have made the playoffs at eight and eight, and in the opening round of the playoffs, those teams were four and one. So, okay, maybe the Bears got a shot. They took New Orleans to overtime in the regular season, and that was with Nick Foles at quarterback and a mess of an offensive line. They've gotten the offensive line straightened out thanks to a couple Notre Dame guys and Sam Mustafa and Alex Bars st- st- starting up there. So maybe there's some hope for Chicago coming in. I'm trying to find you know some hope, some semblance of positivity. But I almost hope that this uh, super wild card weekend is something that we have going forward. I hope it's not just a one year thing because of COVID. I really like the format, and I think you know three games each day over the weekend. I think it's a phenomenal setup, and similar to baseball with their expanded playoffs this past year. Yes, I feel like it's a definite possibility that this is the new norm in terms of the playoff seating and the playoff format. Yeah, and it's uh, just you know one of those things that we've got a little bit extra when it comes to the postseason from from not only from baseball but now into football yeah triple header starting at one o'clock and i know that we were we were lamenting the one o'clock start uh you know throughout the week going on oh, one o'clock on saturday what's what's going on here yeah where the goals get short uh shorted again yeah you know hey Let's bring it on and, and, you know, shoot, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, you know, 1 to 10, 30, 11 o'clock tonight, go watch NFL, and why not? Let's do it all over again tomorrow. Let's do that. Once again, 46862, Automotive Color and Supply, text line 46862, put TS in front of your message. Uh, United, uh, the, the University of St. Francis uh, men's basketball team uh, beat Northwestern Ohio, scored uh, 100 points, in, in fact, 23 of uh, those field goals made were three-pointers. So uh, 69 of their points were made behind the arc, which is uh, a program record. But uh, the Cougs, 15-2 and two right now, number 20 in NAI. Uh, right after the break, too, and get his take on that as well. And, of course, the 6-2 uh, and two Indiana Pacers will host 6-3 and three Phoenix tonight at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. That tips at 7 o'clock. So we got a big show lined up for you. We'll be talking to Mike McCaffrey. We'll be talking to Tim Bauman uh, just a little bit later on in the show as well. Find out uh, more about that bubble situation. So we'll do that uh, uh, shortly. But before we go, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you, even if you have 
a softener of any kind, any kind whatsoever, whether it's a Culligan, whether it's some of the other brands. Give them a call today, 484-8668. I've been talking about it for quite a while, but this is one of the things that is peace of mind. If you're a homeowner or you have parents that, that uh, have an old water softener, it doesn't have to be Culligan, any brand, any maker model, have it inspected. Make sure $29.95, that's all it costs, $29.95 for your peace of mind to make sure that your water is soft going through your pipes and into your waterborne appliances like your dishwasher, your washing machine, and your hot water heater. Make sure that you can add to the life of those appliances and not shorten them. Because if your water softener isn't working, do you know how to, how to figure out if it's not working? No, you don't really know. So have an expert from Culligan come out, do a water test, check, make sure that everything is flowing well. If it's not, they'll give you some suggestions. But if it is, they'll say, hey, go for it. You've got uh, you've got good water, and you will have peace of mind. Give Culligan a call today, 484-8668, 484-8668. Give your people Culligan water. We'll be right back. It's time to rethink your limits, and OPS is here to help you do it. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the new standard in sports medicine and sports performance. Unfortunately, injuries are just a part of the game and can happen to anyone. The professionals at OPS work together to get you back in action and performing at your very best. From certified athletic trainers to fellowship-trained sports medicine physicians, physical therapists, and sports performance coaches, your athlete will receive the same continuum of care as the professional. Professionals do. Wanting to take your game to the next level? OPS offers performance classes six days a week at the newly renovated Ash Center. OPS athletes can experience real measurable results in speed, strength, and agility without increasing their risk of injury. The certified trainers at OPS use scientific methods to help you get the most out of your body. Mention this ad and you will receive one free month of training. Visit OptimumPerformanceSports.com to learn more and to start your free month today. Kevin Harlan here from Westwood One. Join us for Super Wild Card Weekend. Saturday, it's the Colts at Buffalo. And Washington will host Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then on Sunday, Derrick Henry and the Titans host Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. The Bears are in New Orleans. And the Browns are at Pittsburgh. If it's the NFL playoffs, it's right here on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan. Hey, Colonel Sanders here. We all love sitting down to a home-cooked meal with family. But there's rarely enough hours in the day to do the cooking. So let me do the cooking for you. Well, not me personally. That's just a turn of phrase. Your KFC will do the actual cooking. The point is, let someone else do the home cooking for you. Come to KFC and pick up a $20 fill-up. That's eight pieces of chicken or 12 tenders and all the fixings to feed your family. Order ahead or use contactless delivery at KFC.com. Limited time only at participating locations. Only prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Delivery service and additional fee supply. Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. My name's Barry. I live right above you. I don't host parties. I host after parties. They're like parties, only louder and nobody goes home. You can see right here I ripped out all the carpeting because it was holding me back my pogo stick. Man's got a pogo. Oh, I'm a prankster. I'll grease up a soda can and then when somebody grabs it, boom! <laughs> Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor, but we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. 
BetMGM makes the pro football playoffs even more exciting with a special offer for new customers. Sign up today for a chance to win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any playoff game and a touchdown is scored in any game throughout the playoffs, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code CALEB100 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Experience big games like never before with the king of sportsbooks, innovative parlay selection features, boosted odds specials, daily promotions, and much more. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code CALEB100 to win $100 in free bets if a touchdown is scored during the pro football playoffs. BetMGM is the place to bet with confidence on your favorite sports all year long. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to wager. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. I didn't do that, Diane. It, it, was, it was just... <laughs> and, he's, and he's... Yeah, and he's smiling while doing it. Yeah. Welcome back to Talking Sports. Uh, myself, Jim Shufflin, Justin Kenny, and Axel Rose welcome you back to Talking Sports, where we talk local sports of all sorts until 10 o'clock this morning. Welcome in. Uh, all kinds of basketball action, whether it was high school, and we'll get to some high school scores a little bit later on. Had uh, a few uh, pretty nice individual performances last night on the boys' side, and uh, we'll talk about that uh a little bit later on in the show, but uh, uh, collegiately, as we said earlier, uh, the PFW Mastodons were victorious over Illinois Chicago last night, 96 to 89. However, they didn't score as many as the St. Francis Cougars because they beat Northwestern Ohio by a score of 100 to 71. And on the Talking Sports phone line, presented by Culligan of Fort Wayne, give your people Culligan water, is University of St. Francis Athletic Director Mike McCaffrey. Michael, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Jim. How are you, my friend? I am wonderful this morning. And uh, holy cow, were you at the game? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was. I was it, there for. Uh, I was there right into the second half, so probably about five or ten minutes into the second half, and uh, I think the the score at halftime we had like it was sixty to to twenty four or twenty six or something yeah, at, uh, at halftime, and yeah. uh, our boys were were burning the nets out there, and I texted Chad uh, after the game. I said, "Holy cow, twenty three of forty four uh, to hit the C note." I said, "I love it." Uh, and he just sent me back, you know, the eyes like, holy cow. I don't know. How to, he didn't even know what he was watching at that point. Uh, but, you know, we, we've we've got some great guards on our team, and, and our, we're a guard-driven team. And when we get hot from behind the arc, we're going we're gonna to score. And, uh, fortunately, we played good defense early. Um, we're playing a team that it was the first game that UNOH had played this year. You know, they've been in Ohio, and they're playing in a conference that's not even playing yet. So, you know, we were thankful that they came over and played us yesterday when we lost Spring Arbor today. Uh, because Spring Arbor's not able to play yet because they're up in Michigan and dealing with a lot of restrictions. So it was, it was nice for UNOH to, to want to come over here and get their first game in against us, and uh, we appreciate it. And obviously the, the the boys were shooting well yesterday, so it was a, it was a fun game to watch. 
Oh, yeah. So so you were there, but you didn't get in the stat sheet. What's going on? No, I, I think, as Injury? I told Justin, I think I'm the only one that didn't hit a three. I even think uh, <laughs> Coach Lacrosse got off the got off the bench, and, you know, the former Indiana All-Star probably hit one from, from right in front of the bench at some point yesterday because he can still stroke it. So I'm, I think Coach Lacrosse got in the, in the stat sheet, but I sure didn't. Okay, okay, as long as, long as someone from the administrative end did that. Yeah, yeah well, you know, <laughs> hitting 23 three-pointers is amazing, but uh, and I'm kind of a, 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 a stat sheet, and I'm a, I'm a box score geek anyway, and always have been. And and I'd like to look at it, you know, kind of uh, uh, little little known uh, things that might have changed the game around. But something last night is uh, with the Cougars that happened. Sixteen players scored. In that game, 16 different players scored for the Cougars. Scoring 100 points and only having three players in double figures itself is is interesting. But then to see how many people, and not, this isn't a rub on you. I know that you are probably sore or something, but, but 16 <laughs> players, uh, you know, Hit a bucket, and you know, or a free throw or something, which is incredible. And uh, my gosh, uh, did did Chad call some of the JV or something and, and say, "Hurry up, get dressed for the second half." Well, yeah, I mean, anytime that can happen, you know, it's it's a good day. Um, you know, that that's actually a, a good thing for us. We've been uh, kind of hurt with depth uh, the last few games. If you go back to the Bethel game where we lost by two, and. Mm-hmm. Even the Huntington game, uh, I mean, we had guys playing 38 minutes. I think, you know, our starting five, if you look at Jalen Mull and Antoine Cushingberry and David Edge uh, and Jeff Reynolds and Dan McKeeman, they played the majority of the game, uh, especially the second half against Bethel. So we need to get some depth. We need to get some guys some confidence. We need to be able to have some guys come off the bench and, and spell a few of our cards because we play so fast. And, you know, Jalen Mull is just, you know, a thousand miles per hour every time he's up and down the court. He's, he's so good at pushing it and, and Cush does the same thing. And, you know, when we penetrate with those guards, that obviously that's when the three point line starts to open up. So you can either, you know, let Twan and, and Jalen Mull go by you, uh, or you can drop a defender onto him, which leaves a, you know, a Dan McKeeman or a Lance Dollison open. Uh, outside the arc and you know if Dan McKeeman's open he's going to hit it nine times out of ten he's just he's got such a good trigger and, and he's 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 been he's been great for us this year and what a great transfer that we were able to bring back home to Fort Wayne to play for us so yeah I mean the, it's the kind of game you need when you're when you're trying to establish some depth and, and try to get into the, the meat of the crossroads league here that we're about to do over the next few weeks and and of course um the the men now 15 and 2 on the season and uh, the the women uh, their game today canceled, correct? Yeah, Spring Arbor is, is not able to play basketball yet. Uh, so we were having to, to work as a conference to figure out what that's going to look like over the rest of the year. But the restrictions up in Michigan right now are if you're going to, if you're going to play a sport, you have to test, uh, six times a week. Uh, if you're going to wear a mask during competition, I think you can test only three times a week. So uh, Spring Arbor's trying to figure out all the testing. I think they started practicing just last week, but they weren't able to, to be prepared for the games today. So that's why the Spring Arbor games got canceled, both the men and the women, and that's why the men picked up UNOH yesterday. Okay, in, in having opponents from the state of Ohio, state of Michigan, in crossing state lines, uh, do you see any kind of uh, – easing up of some of these restrictions anytime soon or is is the crossroads league anticipating any of this or uh or, you know what uh 
what 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 is the thought process here? Because uh, this has to be a, just a, a logistical nightmare for uh, for athletic directors and administrators. Yeah, I mean Ohio seems pretty good. Um, you know, we're we're playing with Mount Vernon, and obviously UNOH came over yesterday, so I think Ohio's in a good spot. Michigan's the one that that really is is the most restrictive to to anything we're trying to accomplish. And you know, I was having calls uh, yesterday with some of the ads. Um, for the MSFA, our football conference that are up in Michigan, and trying to figure out what they're going to be able to do because uh, we've obviously got four teams up in Michigan that are on our football schedule, and we wanted to start talking through if they were going to be able to, to fulfill those uh, schedule needs, and they're waiting until next Friday when the Michigan governor, I guess, is going to either extend their order or, or reduce it or make any kind of changes, so I think next Friday is a big day for our our friends up in Michigan trying to play sports. Um, and, again, I, I think the requirement of testing at least three times a week uh, in order to participate in sports up in Michigan is probably going to stick. So mm-hmm. those schools up there are going to have a decision to make. You know, do you invest in, in that? Um, you know, there's obviously costs across the gamut. You can get a $5, you know, rapid antigen test. You can get a $32 PCR test. I mean, you've got to figure out what the cost is and if, if it's worth investing that kind of money in, in playing a sport. So, you know, I think a lot of the focus is on the spring sports who lost their year last year and, and making sure that they get their season in this year. And I think uh, we'll, we'll find out more next Friday what the, what the MSFA schedule and what maybe some of these basketball schedules are going to look like with, with our sports in Michigan. Now, when you signed on as athletic director at the University of St. Francis, this wasn't in the handbook, was it? <laughs> Welcome to – well, yeah, 2020 was not in the handbook at all. And, uh, you know, we're just – you know, we're trying to be be good partners and, and work with our friends in Michigan. I mean, you know, we've got one school in our conference that's up in Michigan, so they, they feel like they're kind of isolated and they're on an island and they're seeing us all down here in Indiana just playing and playing and playing. And, you know, my wife works in the hotel industry, and she'll tell you people are coming down from Michigan every day mm. uh, to play something in Indiana, whether it's hockey or, uh, or lacrosse or basketball. I mean, they're they're all coming down from Michigan just because of the restrictions that are up there. So. It certainly plays plays into what we're trying to do, and you know, do they have to play road games? Because if someone from Indiana goes up and plays up there, we're we're bound to the same restrictions. So if I was going to go play a game in Michigan, I would have to have a test three times before I went and played, and have it turn around in 24 hours. So it's it's certainly challenging. I, I hope that they get some of the stuff uh, loosened up there, but uh, it's it's the nature of what we're dealing with this year for sure. It is indeed. We're talking this morning with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. And, uh, of course, uh, now today, seven weeks away from kickoff, scheduled kickoff, of uh, the St. Francis Cougars football team. And uh, any any news out of the football day? I think they're going to they're gonna start getting after it and start practicing. We're, uh, we're going to be using the, the dome down on Angle Road, or Plex South. I'm not sure what they call it these days, but we're going to be down there getting some practices in because of the weather. And we're, you know, we've got a season that uh, obviously the it doesn't quote unquote count for our student athletes. So you know, none of our football players will be charged a season for playing this year. The NAI already made that call, but oh, okay. uh, obviously these kids are, are chomping at the bit. They haven't been out there uh, in a long time playing football. So I know, I know they're going to be excited. I, I hope we can get some decent weather so we can get some games in and we can have some fans out there to watch and uh, give these kids a couple games to to just. You know, reward them for all the patience and all the sacrifices they've made so far. So I'm, I'm hopeful for it, and we'll keep our fingers crossed. 
Well, I'm looking forward to it personally. I mean, uh, they graduated a, a lot of quality kids uh, last spring, but I'll tell you what, there's still a lot of talent coming back on that Cougar football team. So it uh, should be a lot of fun, uh, even though uh, we've had to wait just a little bit longer to uh, get our opening kickoff. So it uh, should be a lot of fun. Well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Hey, Jim, appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. All right, that was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. And before we go to break, uh, uh, I want to run down some of the high school basketball scores from last night that we have. Uh, on the girls' side, it was uh, Carroll over Bishop Dwanger, 72, uh, 74 to 45. Fairfield, a 50-42 winner over Eastside. Cherubusco took care of Fremont, 52-42. Westview, 72-11 over Hamilton. And uh, uh, one of the Dagger sisters uh, led the uh, Marines with four points on in that one. Uh, it was Jay County 49, Bluffton 32, West Noble a 51-47 winner over Lakeland, New Haven 52, DeKalb 45, Columbia City 57, Belmont 33, and Bishop Lewis uh, drops one to. Concordia, 55-52. Over on the boys' side, it was uh, Homestead beating Southside, 92-43. to Fletcher Lawyer and uh, Mr. Goody combining for 56 points in that one for the Spartans over Southside. It was Eastside, 53. Fairfield, 34. Northwood, a 62-47 winner over C And Central Noble beats Garrett, 69-24. Connor Asijian, 29 points, outscoring the entire Garrett team by five points. Not too bad by Mr. Asijian. Just another day at the office and just another day at the office for Mr. Goody and Mr. Lawyer, who have a big week coming up next week for Homestead. Tuesday, Blackhawk Christian. Friday, Snyder. Pivotal week for Homestead coming up. Indeed, yes. And, you know, in talking about Homestead and in, in the, the Lawyer Goody, uh, you know, both guys on the floor at the same time and only one ball in bounds, uh, they seem to be uh, doing quite well. Uh, with that, I mean, two Division One uh, commits. Yeah. And, uh, you know, well, my goodness, uh, doesn't seem to be any animosity. They seem to be working well together on the floor. And, uh, and, and kudos to them. Kudos to Chris Johnson for, uh, for, for keeping that all together and, and managing uh, a team. That, that gets so much attention. It, it does, most definitely. And, the, you know, the beauty of what Lawyer and, and Goody are doing is the fact that it's all within the construct of the offense. It's all within the flow. They're not feeding those guys more than they uh, otherwise would to get their points. And other guys have stepped up. You know, Grant Simmons had a 32-point effort a week or so back. I mean, mm-hmm. they have other guys that can step up. Uh, you know, uh, Andrew Leeper has been a guy that's had some clutch buckets and come in big. Uh, in the post and uh, and Caleb Colpine uh, has been good and so this is not just a two-man team by any means and those other guys have stepped up when they needed to and I think the big question coming into this year was whether Homestead would have the physicality and the moxie inside to go in and bang and be physical like they had some guys last year like a Grinsfelder that could come in and do that and I think the answer is yes. And I think you're seeing Luke Goody, who maybe the last couple of years was a little hesitant to go inside and bang. But 
averaging over nine rebounds a game in addition to his points and leading the team in assists at over five a game. I mean, he has upped his uh, performance level, not just on the scoreboard, but also in terms of getting in there and getting dirty and getting rebounds and, and pushing the ball up the floor on the break, which is where Homestead really excels. Well, and it can only be an asset at the next level, too, when he gets there to, to be that well-rounded, because a lot of times kids will come out of a high school situation when they were the person, they were the focal point, is yeah. feed the ball to them, go to the hoop and score. You know, but there's so many more uh, uh, elements to Luke Goody's game now. And, uh, and, you know, there again, part of that is having someone else that, that can be depended on to fill up the bucket in, in addition. Uh, but plus, you know, you, you talk about Chris Johnson, too. I mean, from the time he was a Bishop Dwanger, he has always taken a look at what he had and adapted sure. his offenses and, and especially the offenses, but everything to what he's been given what he's been dealt and he's such a master at that if if he's got horses he's going to run with them if he doesn't if he's if he's a little bit undersized he's going to he's going to burn you behind the arc you know just and and there's so many things uh, that that make him such a great coach absolutely and i feel like whereas last year this team lived and died by the 3 a lot uh, i don't feel like a 3 of 19 effort from beyond the arc dooms homestead in any particular game whereas i thought last year it would if they weren't hot from the outside it was going to be tough to beat good teams but i feel like homestead has the balance now to survive an off day of shooting and still win over a quality opponent i think that and the physicality in the post are the two big factors coming into the year on the questions for homestead and i think they've answered both through the first half of the year 46862 automotive color and supply text line 46862 put ts in front of your message we're going to go to break and when we come back we'll be talking with tim bauman president of the fort wayne mad ants uh mad ants are going to be heading to orlando uh to the bubble and playing g league basketball and we'll get all the details from tim when we return you're listening to talking sports presented by automotive color and supply on 1380 the fan 100.9 fm if you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Shop classic, independently certified pre-owned Rolex watches for both men and women in the attractive high-end designs that make Rolex watches so striking at Peter Franklin Jewelers. Rolex, the world's most recognizable watch brand, from classic to professional Rolex models to suit any wrist. Shops of Mariner, Daytona, Datejust, Yachtmaster, Batman, and more at Peter Franklin. A Rolex is always cherished, but it also transcends its material value and takes on a personal meaning. Whether it is an heirloom, a milestone of success, 
success or a gift, a Rolex watch frequently becomes an emotional symbol that brings to life exceptional moments. Discover Rolex watches today at Peter Franklin, your independently certified pre-owned Rolex headquarters where every Rolex tells a story. Start your story today at Peter Franklin with three locations to serve you, Angola, New Haven, and a DuPont Road in Fort Wayne. See the entire collection of Rolex watches online at PeterFranklin.com. When you want to make a statement, it simply has to be Peter Franklin. Republican, Democrat, Independent, we don't know. They don't know. And frankly, all we care about is doing things a better way. We're the largest, most successful pregnancy resource center in America. And we got this way out of love and respect for everyone. We're not here to judge anyone. We're simply here to help moms have babies. That's our better way. Find out more at supportwomenscarecenter.org. The Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's, your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957, serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. Hey, sis. Missed you this morning. Kim told me you weren't feeling well, so I'm just doing a self-care check. Oh, thank you, friend. How you doing? Girl, listen, my energy was so low because I didn't eat breakfast when I got up, so I had to miss virtual yoga with y'all. Mm, trust me, I understand. But I'm doing much better now that I've eaten, so I'm back on track. Great. In that case, let's get some steps in tonight. I'll come over and we can walk around the lake. Sounds good. Appreciate you being in my business, too. Now, let me get in yours. Did you check your blood pressure today? I did that and my squats, okay? Okay. High blood pressure is not going to be my friend if I can help it. See you at 6? Let's get it. See you then. Now more than ever, it's important that we protect our hearts and the hearts of those we love. Check in on one another and be a part of a healthy blood pressure movement. Rally your squad to take the online pledge at releasethepressure.org. Brought to you by the Release the Pressure Coalition and the Ad Council. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Colored Supply. Along with Justin Kenny from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net, I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks so much for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. Have a question, opinion, suggestion, etc., etc., etc. regarding local sports? Hey, hit us up on the Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862. That's 46862. Put TS in the front of your message. Also, if you miss any part of today's show, hey, we've got a podcast. And you can you can check us out on Spotify or at uh, uh, 1380thefan.com. You can go to the podcast page there and uh, listen to uh, an encore production of Talkin' Sports. And speaking of Talkin' Sports, which is where we are right now, on the Talkin' Sports phone line presented by Culligan of Fort Wayne. Give your people Culligan water is Fort Wayne Mad Ants President Tim Bauma. Tim, good morning, sir. Jimbo, Justin, how are you guys doing this morning? You know, I've got a lot of opinions on sports, but I don't know if you guys want, want my opinions on those things. Well, you know, we're going to be starting a feature, uh, basically uh, Justin's rant uh, weekly. We may just uh, have to add you to it because I follow both of you on social media, and uh, yeah, you do have you do have some opinions. 
Now, I might want to get in on an alias, though, because when you work in professional sports, if you come out with opinions on uh, teams in certain states, you might find yourself in trouble. But I'm I'm not afraid to mix it up in other areas, Jimbo. That is true. That is true. Uh, Tim, we're going to Disney World. Indeed we are, my friend. Unfortunately, you and I are stuck here in Fort Wayne because oh. somebody's got to navigate the ship while others go down and play, right? But we, but we, Dan's going. Dan Vance is going, isn't he? He is. I, you and I need to figure out a way to flip a coin and see if you and I can go and, and make him stay back here and work while we get to go down and play a little <laughs> bit of golf and you know watch basketball for six to eight weeks. Well, well, tell us how this you know, and it was a long time coming, but the the G League put out this uh, this press release yesterday that detailed what's going to happen, and there will be basketball, although not in Fort Wayne. But you know, tell us how this came about and how Fort Wayne Madans fans can still stay engaged with their team. Yeah, you know, Jim, it was an incredibly long and arduous process, and and the league did everything they could to find a situation where we could return to our home markets and play. But, look, 4,000 people died yesterday of COVID, and almost 400,000 people have died in COVID since this whole thing has started. And, you know, when we ceased play back in March of uh, 2020, um, we didn't know what we were facing, and the reality of the disease and the virus is it's worse today than it was 10 months ago. So health and safety of the players, the front office staff, the business staff, and, and most importantly, the fans really played into this decision. We did not want to be in a situation where we would play a game in Fort Wayne and cause the spread of the virus and, and, and maybe somebody succumb to the virus. So. That's that's why the decision was made. It's a sad decision, but I think it's the right decision. And we're going to keep everybody healthy. We're going to keep everybody safe. And we're going to come back in in 2021 in November, and uh, and we'll tip that thing off. It'll be our 15th anniversary season. But you know, in the meantime, there's a lot of work to be done. The players are heading to Orlando here, and uh, you know, 10 to 15 days. Our our front office staff, uh, Brian Lint, Brian. Um, Levy and Chris Taylor got in town yesterday, draft on Monday, so, you know, it's um, it's a full-court press right now to, to get this thing up and running. And, and regarding the, uh, the draft, how can fans follow along with that uh, to see, you know, what perhaps what the Mad Ants might, uh, might be able to garner? Yeah, you know, there are only three rounds in the G League draft, and we traded away our first round, so we don't have a first-round pick. We only have a second and a third-round pick. But Dan Vance, who's our media relations manager, will be right there with Brian and Chris, and he'll be posting on social media when we make our picks. I know there's been quite a call for us to draft Lance Stevenson and Jeremy Lin and some of these other big names that are actually going to be in the G League draft. But, you know, fans have to keep in mind that Brian's job is to is to find players that fit into the Pacers system. Mm-hmm. We've got a new head coach up there, Nate Bjorkgren, and, um, you know, Brian's got to find guys that might fit into that system. So it'll be exciting. Uh, the one thing, Jim, is... There are so many NBA players that, that maybe are, were fringe players that have had a lot of time in the NBA that did not make a roster this year. 
they don't need to go overseas and cash the big paycheck. So there are a lot of these guys that are here right now that are going to end up playing in the NBA G League just during this condensed season. And also in an opportunity for them to get back to the NBA quicker because you never know what's going to happen up there too. Oh, exactly. And and that's just part of the, the beauty of the NBA G League is that, you know, you can, and, and we've talked about this so many times uh, together and on this show, that you can see someone uh, performing in the in a G League game one night and in, in an NBA game the next. And uh, so there's just that... Uh, you know the the talent level uh, from the G League to the NBA is, is so small as far as those that are making teams and those that are that are the the last guys cut and released. Uh, so yeah, there is a lot of talent out there. And as you said too, uh, the Pacers want the Mad Ants roster to reflect what the Pacers are looking like as well. And and the Pacers are going quite well right now, six and two, leading uh, the division and uh, hosting Phoenix tonight. So uh, of course Phoenix. Doing well too at six and three, but the Pacers under Nate Bjorkren, uh, you know the players have bought in to uh, to his knowledge and his system, and uh, this is this has been a great transition thus far. Um, but but Tim, but before and I know you've got uh, uh, an appointment at ten o'clock here, but I do want to talk to you about uh, another sport, baseball, one near and dear to your heart and mine as well. And uh, we lost a great man yesterday in, in Tommy Lasorda. And I know that uh, you had uh, an interaction or two with Mr. Lasorda. And, and your thoughts on Tommy Lasorda, if you don't mind. You know, Tommy was, was a special guy. He's a huge character in, in the sport of baseball. And, and just to kind of give your listeners a little bit of background, I, I spent uh, a lot of my career in, in spring training baseball, and I ran a complex in Kissimmee, Florida, where the Houston Astros were. And part of um, our play each spring was against the Los Angeles Dodgers, who trained over in Vero Beach, Florida, which was only about 90 miles from Kissimmee. So... Tommy would come through Kissimmee a couple of times a year. Um, there was one special uh, memory that I have is shortly after the first President Bush lost office, he flew in and was friends of the owner of the Houston Astros, Drake McLean, and we picked um, the President Bush up at the airport and took him to the game, and he and Tommy basically had a chat in the visitor's dugout, and I had a chance to be close to them. But, you know, he's a, a big character on television, um, off the camera, he was a little bit of a different person. I have a friend of mine who was a high school buddy that came down one spring training, and, and uh, we bumped into Tommy on the backfields. And, you know, he, it may have been a bad day for Tommy, but, um, you know, it just wasn't a pleasant memory for John. But, you know, I would see, I would see uh, Tommy around, uh, around the bars at the winter meetings. Those were always fun places to hang out. He'd be holding court, telling funny stories. And yeah, the, the greatest thing about him is the, the longevity that he had in his career, right? So if you would just sit, what I would do at winter meetings late at night when all the meetings were over, I'd just go sit and listen to stories. And he was an amazing storyteller, and it was so fun just to listen to him. Look, here's a guy that came into baseball back when Jackie Robinson was still playing, and guys like that that you know are just tremendously popular and, and contributed to the game of baseball so much. So he's definitely going to be missed. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we wish the Dodgers organization and sort of family well. 
Well, it it was uh, to me. I mean, just always as long as I've been around baseball and enjoying baseball. You know, Tommy Lasorda was the third base coach for Walter Alston in the Dodgers, and and always bled Dodger blue. And uh, it was a no brainer when he became manager of the Dodgers and his long career. And of course, who can forget him as the the baseball wizard on this week in baseball, uh, imparting his baseball wisdom to the kids as well but had a chance to see him at a clinic uh, back oh maybe 30 years ago and actually someone asked him why do you keep coming to these clinics tommy and he said because i might learn something yeah yeah, there you go pretty you know the other thing jim too that i'm not sure a lot of people remember is his uh, his godson is a kid by the name of mike piazza yes and um, i had a chance to like to watch mike play for the Vero Beach Dodgers, he was a catcher back in the the middle 1990s, and I was doing play-by-play at the time. And he was a young man that was drafted in the very late rounds of Major League Baseball draft. And you know, they they draft 60 rounds. And at the time, the the statement was he was only drafted because he was Tommy Lasorda's godson. Mm-hmm. And look at the career that he had. So it just goes to show, right? If if you can give somebody an opportunity. They can make it no matter where they're drafted. Oh, definitely, yeah. And and you know what? I could talk to you for hours uh, about just that kind of overachiever kid or the kid that wasn't a prospect who became, uh, you know, someone who we all uh, uh, know and, and revere in, in sports and has become role models and uh, for so many countless kids growing up in in sports of of all uh, varieties. So uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really interesting to hear the stories about so many of these players and and, and who took a chance on them. And Tommy Lasorda was, was... Those were always my favorite players. You know, I, I spent, for your listeners, I spent 25 years in, in minor league baseball in different parts of the country, and, and I had a chance to see these million-dollar bonus babies come in. Look, I, I ran a Red Sox franchise out in Lowell, Massachusetts, and they won the World Series in 04 and 7 and 13, and we were loaded with players of talent. Jacoby Ellsbury, Jackie Bradley Jr., Andrew Benintendi, Mookie Betts, on and on and on. Some of the guys, these guys would come in as number one draft picks. Now, I love all of the kids I mentioned, but in other cities and other franchises that I ran, some of these top draft picks would come in with chips on their shoulder. They felt like they had already made it. They had mm-hmm. signed a big contract. And then there was there was a kid that would come in in the 30th or 40th round that he wouldn't get a lot of at-bats and he wouldn't get a lot of time on the field. And he had to work harder than those other kids and had just as much ability. So I always cheered for those guys. I love the, the underdog. Well, Tim, I know you have a uh, 10 o'clock appointment that you need to get to, and uh, we will let you get going to that. But uh, thank you so much for joining us and uh, shedding a little light on the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, the G League, and uh, what we can expect as we move forward. So I want to uh, make this kind of a recurring thing, if you don't mind, as the Mad Ants go through their bubble experience. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, Jim. Well, thank you, Justin. You guys take care. Have a great day. All right. That was Tim Bauman, president of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. And uh, what was hopefully our weekly uh, Mad Ants chat with him and uh, finding out what the Mad Ants are doing in the bubble down in Orlando at Disney World. Um, 
And, of course, Dan Vance will keep us all apprised, Media Relations Director of the Mad Ants, because he's going to be down there in the bubble. So, uh, you know, he'll... He, he, yeah, he knows all about quarantine and all that. So, lucky guy gets to go down to Orlando for up to six weeks. Yeah, and you know, and, and what if Cassius Stanley is there? <laughs> he won't be fanboy, will he? Because uh, yes, he will. If you don't know Dan Vance, you don't fanboy. know that he is a Duke fan to the nth degree. Yeah, he's got his kid already brainwashed into that. <laughs> Seriously, it's. it's it's child abuse, you know, borderline oh child abuse goodness. is what it is. Oh, my goodness. 46862, Automotive Color and Supply, text line 46862 for TS in the front of your message. Uh, Blake Sebring's book, Fort Wayne Sports History, uh, the entry for January 9th. In 1994, the Steve Alford coach Manchester men's basketball team wins its ninth of eventually 31 consecutive games in a row. Uh, Gee, you know, Alford took over a team that uh, well was horrible. Uh, he's, you know, and Alford uh, was was quoted to the new Sentinels, uh, Larry Everhart, that said he used to take Manchester College four years to get 15 wins. So uh, it's hard to be down uh, after what we've done. Uh, when he took over the team, I think they were uh, uh, they were like four and twenty or something like the four and sixteen under Alford in his first year, then went twenty and eight and then the rest is history that uh then he moved on from there. So um that I think he left Manchester and went to Southwest Missouri State, didn't he? Yeah, Southwest Missouri State and then to Iowa. Yeah, or did he ever stop in New Mexico? Was he I don't know. Was he in New Mexico, then Iowa? Could have been. Or vice versa. I'm not sure. Yeah, if you know uh, if you know, you know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line as we're uh, wrapping up today's edition of Talk and Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply. And if you're just tuning in, you miss Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis in our weekly Cougar Chat. And also Tim Ballman, President of Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Uh, detailing uh, what, what the Mad Ants are going to be doing uh, in the bubble and uh, with the other teams, of course, we've got the high school team. Was that the Ignite? Yes, it is the Ignite. So for people that aren't familiar, it's the kids that uh, turned down going to college, went right to the G League, and are playing in the G League for a year, and then will be in the dr- NBA draft. And they're being coached after. by Byron Scott, isn't it? Really? I didn't know that. And it's just, yeah. It's, so anyway, but, you know, hey. Things can change uh, quickly, but that's uh, that's what we've got rolling there. And uh, once again, Colts and Bills today at 1 o'clock, uh, part of a triple header in the NFL. Um, go Colts, unless you're a Bills fan. I think I know one Bills fan. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so... I think I know a few, but uh, yeah. I used to be a Bills fan. Really? I was a Bills fan back when they had Walt Patolsky. You hear Walt Patolsky. I know. Well, he used to room. It, my my cousin went to a, a Christian Brothers Academy in Liverpool, New York. Okay. And his roommate was Walt Patolsky. Gotcha. And then Walt went on to Notre Dame, and uh, in, you know my my cousins said, "Hey, this, we know this guy. Watch him. See if he does well out in Indiana at Notre Dame." And uh, sure enough, he did. Did all right. Yeah, and was the uh, first draft pick in, what, 72? Uh, So anyway, yeah, 
Colts, Colts, Bills, and then it's Rams, Seahawks, and then mm-hmm. Bucks, and the football team. Washington. Yeah. Washington football team. And, and Washington football team's, you know, defensive front line basically is uh, supposed to be uh, wanting to give uh, fits to Mr. Brady. We'll see if they can do that. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And uh, was it Young is the, is the guy that uh, is uh, talking some trash and wanting Brady? And Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that works out um, for for the uh, football team of Washington. You can hear most of the games here on, on 1380 The Fan. Then we'll have some Pacer action later today. But uh, at least the Colts will be on. Here, yeah, the Colts I think. will be on. Then Tampa Tampa Bay, Washington will be on later. But then, uh, yeah, should be a lot of fun. Uh, a great Saturday of sports. And I can't wait to just basically park myself in front of the Take TV. Take it in. And uh, after getting all my chores done, and uh, and watch football, and that's you know that's all I'm going to do if if that's okay with her. So, well, that's going to we'll do see. it for talk. Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck with your chore list. Yeah, too. You've got a bigger one than me today. Uh, yeah, I got a flora flora garage attic. That should be fun. Oh yeah, Hopefully it should it be fun. Tell me how it's done, and you can come over and show me how, sure. to, how you did it and do mine. So that's going to do it for talking sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply for Saturday, January 9, 2021. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Mike McCaffrey. Thanks to Tim Bauman. Thanks to Justin Kenny for keeping it all so smooth. Thanks to you for tuning in each and every week. Until next week, have a great week, everybody. Kevin Harlan from Westwood One. Join us for the NFL Super Wild Card Sunday Triple Header. First up, Derrick Henry and the Titans host Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Then the Bears visit Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.